Now we're going to chat koalas, much to my absolute pleasure. We welcome Associate Professor from Flinders Uni, Danielle Claude, to the line. Morning, Danielle. Good morning. Now you're doing some work with uh, South Australian koalas, but using our population to help the eastern states. Is that right? Um, yeah, I've just written a book on um, koalas where I'm looking at the, the big picture about how the koalas are going all over Australia. So, yeah, it's it's um, pretty interesting to compare the difference between South Australia and the East Coast. So it really seems to be a case of the haves and the have-nots when it comes to the koalas. Why are we positively uh, groaning under the weight of koalas, yet they're endangered just over the road in New South Wales? Yeah, it's a really puzzling issue. Um, the East Coast is the traditional heartland of koalas, really. South Australia hasn't had very many in the past, but um, they suddenly seem to be booming here. So um, one of the reasons is that they don't have the same disease burden as the East Coast koalas, so they get um, koala AIDS and chlamydia on the East Coast, which is a big problem for the local population. But they've escaped that, they've largely escaped that here, have they? Yeah, uh, on Kangaroo Island, that population didn't have um, chlamydia. Um, but the, it, it's interesting, our Mount Lofty Ranges ones are now starting to um, get the disease, but they don't seem to suffer from it quite as badly. Um, and that's possibly the uh, koala AIDS or retrovirus that's interacting when they've got both of those conditions, they, they suffer more mm. um, profoundly. Mm. Danielle, you're hosting the New South Wales State Koala Conference this weekend. What's going to be your main message to the New South Welshmen? I'm, um, yeah, they, they've invited me over there to just to MC the program for them. So um, the koalas in New South Wales are really struggling and they need a, a great deal of extra support if we're not to lose them on the East Coast. Um, so, you know, I know that they're campaigning for a national park for koalas, specifically around the Coffs Harbour area um, in some of the koala heartland. And, you know, protecting koala habitat is the key message that will come out of that conference, I think, and the importance of protecting it from development and, and land clearance. We're coming up for, what, three years since the terrible bushfires of, of 2019-20, <laughs> uh, Danielle. Um, have you got any any sort of sense of... Clearly, the impact at the time was huge on Kangaroo Island for the koala population. Mm. Has it made a bit of a bounce back since then? Look, they they are bouncing back, but the issue with Kangaroo Island is that so much habitat was lost. The really the only forest left for them now are the bluegum plantations, which I suspect are being you know looked at for harvesting, which will leave the um, few koalas left. You know, they dropped from 48,000 koalas to about 5,000. So it was a big hit wow. for the koala population. Um, and they're not going to have anywhere to go. So we have to try and find a way of balancing, you know, the needs of the remaining wildlife on Kangaroo Island and, and the needs of, you know, the commercial interests and the people who live there. Because I suppose what, like, because pretty much half the island was burnt. So, and all the really dense wooded trees in Flinders Chase would have been the ones they were most reliant on, wouldn't they? That's right. Most of the koalas were in the Flinders Chase, and and that's their that's their natural habitat. But but now they're probably more dependent on the blue gums um, that are that are remaining, which are an introduced tree, um, you know, planted for timber. So, um, mm. but but it's also good koala habitat. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff. Associate Professor Danielle Claude from the excellent Flinders University, off to the koala conference. Love in a good, uh, Coffs Harbour. Love a good news animal story for SA. It's nice yeah. when we trump the eastern states or something, but hopefully we can help them out in a nice roundabout way. 
can remember in the lead up to the KI fires, there was talk about how the koala population on KI was getting so massive mm. that they might have actually needed to talk about culling them, which would have been a very hard sell for whoever was advocating it.